Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you for putting on this podcast, and I assume that you, of course, are all sharing it with everybody you know and writing all the reviews, all those fun things. Okay, so the first word in this episode is the second form of cowl, C-O-W-L. This is a transitive verb from 1536, to cover with or as if with a cowl. Uh, I didn't mention it in yesterday's episode, but, uh, you know, things like what Batman wears on his head, that is called a cowl. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll post a picture of something, maybe not that specifically, but uh, yeah, that's called a cowl. Sits on the head, goes around the head and the neck and all that stuff. Okay, the sound effect is, ah, yesterday it was ooh, today it is ah. Um, okay, next word is cowlick. It's the cowlick, probably the thing in the hair. One word, noun from 1598, a lock or tuft of hair growing in a different direction from the rest of the hair. Uh, but is it, could, could it also be just hair that maybe from bedhead is just going off in another direction? Uh, did, did this come from people saying it looks like a cow licked your hair and it, they're that part of your hair and so it's going in another direction from the rest of the hair? Is that literally what they said? I don't know. Ah. Next is cowling. Noun from 1917. A removable metal covering that houses the engine and sometimes a part of the fuselage or nacelle of an airplane. Also, a metal cover for an engine. So is it specifically airplanes and not cars? I think it, I think it is. So it's the metal covering of an engine is the cowling. Ah. Next word, cowl neck. Two words with a hyphen, noun from 1978, a high loose-fitting turnover collar used especially for sweaters. Hmm. I I don't know my sweater things. What is high loose fitting turnover collar? So do, is it part of a sweater or do you put it on with a sweater? Cowl neck. Maybe I need to do some more research to see what it looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean if we look at cowl, it's like a hood, hooded cloak. Hmm. Cowl neck. Interesting. I am so confused. Cause I, I don't wear I don't wear these things I don't know what they are I'm not a fashion guy, you should see what I look like not fashionable, cowl necked is an adjective. Ah, next is cowl staff, or you could also say coal staff, or cool staff. It's all one word, noun from the 13th century. It is archaic. It is a staff from which a vessel is suspended and carried between two persons. A staff from which a vessel is suspended. So there's a vessel of some kind that's probably holding a liquid or something. It is suspended between, um, I guess it's maybe hanging off of the staff, 
and then the staff is carried by two people. So it's very, very important, probably. Uh, that is all it says. I am guessing this is a religious thing. The etymology says this is from Middle English Kuvel staff, which is from Kuvel, which means vessel, um, plus staff, and there's more at the word hive. So that's all it that's all it gives me. Cowl staff. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit more. The Kuvel is also from the Latin cupa, which means tub. A, a vessel, a tub. A tub is a kind of vessel, I guess. Okay, next word. Aha. It is cowman or cowman. One word, noun from 1677. Number one, these synonyms are cowherd and cowboy. When a cowboy grows up, they become a cowman. It is kind of funny, though, that cowboy is the one that we hear of more likely, more often, but but you could also say cowman. You'd think that we would hear cowman more, but no, we hear cowboy. It's just, it's just silly to me, cowboy. Number two, a cattle owner or rancher. Ah, next is cow parsnip. Two words, noun from... 1548, a tall perennial North American plant of the carrot family with large compound leaves and broad umbels of white or purplish flowers. Also, a related Eurasian plant naturalized in the U.S. So, this tall perennial North American plant, the scientific name is Heraclium lanatum. And then the one... Uh, the related Eurasian plant is Heraclium svondilium. Svondilium. Yes, it is. Cow parsnip. Aha. Next is cowpat. One word, noun from 1937. It is chiefly British, and this synonym is cow pie. You could probably guess what that is. We're going to get to it shortly. Next word. Aha. Cow pee. I will spell this. C-O-W-P-E-A. One word. Noun from 1776. It is a sprawling herb of the legume family related to the bean and widely cultivated in the southern U.S., especially for forage and green manure. Wait, what? It's cultivated in the southern U.S. for forage and green manure. Hmm. Um, Also, just the edible seed is the cow pea. Uh, It is called also black-eyed pea. We've heard that. I've heard that. And field pea. Haven't heard of that one. Black-eyed pea definitely seems like the more common name for this cow pea. Uh, Let's see. The scientific name is Vigna onguiculata. Onguiculata. I think that's what it is. And then also Vigna sinensis. That one's a lot easier to say. I am still a little bit confused by this uh, forage and green manure. Do they... Is it the... The cows eat it and then they look for it in the manure? That can't be what it is, can it? I don't know. Ah, 
Next is Cowper's gland. Two words. You could also say Cooper, Cooper's gland, uh, or maybe Cupper's gland. It is capital C-O-W-P-E-R, apostrophe S, and then gland. Noun from 1738, either of two small glands lying on either side of the male urethra below the prostate gland and discharging a secretion into the semen. Uh, This is also called bulburethral gland, I think I said grand, bulburethral gland, and then it says compare to Bartholin's gland. That must be some other gland in the area, but I'm not sure what that is. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, there's two small glands either side of the urethra. Um, I believe when a, a male with a penis and a prostate gland and all those things, uh, when they ejaculate the this thing, uh, there's the semen, and then the Cowper's gland adds this uh, secretion. What does it say? Discharging a secretion. So they combines um, with the with the semen, and it becomes, uh, you know, it's all, that's what comes out. That's the, that, the Cowper's gland is helping with that thing. Uh, probably a lot of people don't know about that. This is from William Cowper, who was an English surgeon. He was probably the one who was like, hey, what's this thing? What does it do? I'm gonna name it. Uh, he died in 1709. Ah-ha. Next is, here's cow pie, two words, noun from 1951. It is a dropping of cow dung. And then, of course, of course, the Brits like to say cow pat, because maybe it's been patted down by their feet. Ah-ha-ha. Next is cow poke, noun from circa 1881. It is just the number one definition for the word cowboy. You know what that is, because we also had cow herd, which was, I think, the same, cow hand was the same thing. Ha! Ah. Next is cow pony. Two words. And uh, let's see, this is, uh, yesterday we had cow horse. The synonym for that was cow pony. So now we will get some more information. Cow pony, two words, noun from 1874. An agile saddle horse. Trained for herding cattle. So I assume it's a horse that people ride on because it's you put a saddle on it. And uh, yeah, in addition to just the, the, the cowboys riding the horses around to herd the cattle, maybe the, the horses will do it on their own. Cow pony. I mean, cow horse makes much more sense. Why do they call it a pony? A cow pony. Hmm. I don't know. Ah... Next is cowpox, C-O-W-P-O-X, one word, noun from 1798, a mild eruptive disease of the cow that is caused by a pox virus uh, and that when communicated to humans protects against smallpox. Hmm. So if the humans, uh, if the human gets cowpox, it will stop them from getting smallpox. But do they get sick from the cowpox? Uh, the species 
for this, uh, I guess the species name is cowpox virus, or would they say virus or virus? Uh, that is of the genus orthopoxvirus, which is all one word, orthopoxvirus. And that is everything for that. How I wonder how it shows in cows. Um, is it, you know, is it like, like chicken pox where it's little, little bumps or, uh, is it something else? Smallpox and humans, I think is much worse. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm curious. Ah, ha, 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 Next is cow puncher. One word. I don't like the idea of punching cows. Noun from 1878. And again, we have the number one definition for the word cowboy. Cow puncher, cow poke, cow hand, cowboy, cowman, all those things. Are we going to have any more? I'm going to look ahead. Mm, I don't think so. Ah, next is cowrie. You can spell it with an I-E at the end or just a Y. Cowrie. Noun from 1662. Any of various marine gastropods that are widely distributed in warm seas and have glossy and often brightly colored shells. Also, just the shell of a cowrie is called a cowrie. The family name that they are in is Cypriidae, Cypriidae, something like that. This is from the Hindi and Urdu word cowrie, which is spelled K-A-U-R-I. It is a gastropod in the water. Ha! Next is cow shed, one word, noun from 1763. It is a shed for the housing of cows. You got to put the cows somewhere. They need shelter. If it's raining or snowing or whatever, they would they would like to be covered up. They don't want to be out in the elements. So so you need a shed, a place to house them. Ha! <laughs> Next is cow slip. One word, noun from before the 12th century. One a common European primrose with fragrant yellow flowers. And the scientific name for that is Primula veris or Primula veris. And then number two, this synonym is marsh marigold. Why is this called cow slip? Well, maybe the etymology will help. It is from Middle English cow slip, spelled C-O-W-S-L-Y-P-P-E, from Old English, Kuslip, which is just the C-U with the silly spelling of slip. Uh, That literally means cow dung. Uh, Why? Okay, why is because it is ku, which means cow, and slipa, which, uh, which means paste. So it's the paste that comes out of the cow, but why? How did this become flowers? Does it look like cow dung? We, we have to find a picture and see. I can't imagine that it would look like cow dung. But this, this, is, very, this is very odd to me. Okay, next word. Ha! Ha! It is cow town. 
I am going down to Cowtown. Uh, I will put in an audio clip, maybe here, maybe shortly, soon, we'll see. It is two words, noun from 1885. One, a town or city that serves as a market center or shipping point for cattle. The town is just, uh, it's, it, ca- ca- the cattle and the cows are very important to this town. So it's a cow town. Two, a usually small, unsophisticated town within a cattle raising area. And somewhere I will have put in an audio clip of the They Might Be Giant song called Cowtown. Ah. Next, uh, it is our last word. We've got two forms. It is cox, C O X. First form, noun from 1869. And the synonym is uh, coxswain. And is that, you can say coxswain or coxswain. Uh, I know that because that's in tomorrow's episode, and I can look at the pronunciation. It is spelled C-O-X-S-W-A-I-N, Coxswain. We don't know what it is. We'll learn tomorrow. Um, Coxed, with an E-D, is an adjective, and coxless is also an adjective. So that was noun. Now we have... ah. The second form of cox, this is the verb. It is from 1881. And again, the synonym is coxswain. So just to look ahead, we've got also two forms of coxswain, a noun form and a verb form. So obviously those that's how they match up. No clue what it is. I've heard the word before, but I don't remember what it is. Okay, so in this episode, we had cowl, cowlick, cowling, cow neck, no, cowl neck, cowl staff, cow man, cow parsnip, cow pat, cow pea, cowper's gland, cow poke, cow pie, cow poke, cow pony, cow pox, cow puncher, cowry, I really hope the cowboys aren't, aren't punching cows, cowry, cow shed, cow slip, cow town, cox, cox. Hmm, let's see. Well, you know, I'm not, let's see, let's see. I'm looking through. There wasn't anything that really jumped out at me. Some of them are fine. Uh, maybe I will pick cowlick as the word of the episode. My hair grows out of my head. Funny. Most of it goes in one direction, but this one little part is a cowlick. Cow lick, it looks like a cow licked my head. That's all for that. All right, we're going to end the episode there. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.